baby, I know a guy. He's got the advice. Who is it? It's Mr. Right. Is it the right advice or the wrong advice? Uh. You decide. It's Mr. Right. I'm just telling you. Please put that on my fucking headstone. Her tits were nice. She had some nice tits on her. She had some perky titties. Okay. Uh, trust me, I really liked them. I showed a lot of people. My nudes? I'm kidding. All right. Well, that's another subject for another It's a day. joke. It is not a joke. He just wanted to see my reaction so he could leave It was a joke because I knew you'd okay. stab me. <clears throat> Tease me. Ready? Set. Allison, <laughs> welcome back. You decided to drive down from Dallas again? I try my hardest only for you. Oh, amazing. Talk about a sext. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> Thanks for bringing your own case of White Claws and paying for them this time. I, anytime. I know. Are you going to order me food too while you're here? If it's pizza, 110%. If I'm drunk, there will be pizza involved. Are we getting drunk tonight? You know what? Let's let me turn the question on you. What are we doing tonight? What are we Why doing? Why don't you tell me? Because oh. this will be a good jump start. Into All right, we'll get into it. Everything. We're gonna do Cohen's weekend adventures, maybe weekend dilemmas. It's more of a dilemma than I think an adventure, right? It's um undetermined at this time. Yeah, we're going to, listen, we're going to find out. I'm going to give you a sneak peek into what my night's going to hold, and we'll recap it on and the next episode. how we got episode. into it, honestly. What? How it came about. How it came about, right. So, just to start, tonight, I will be going out to the local bars in Austin, but how it originated is I was on Hinge the other day, swiping through <laughs> unlimited swipes because I pay for premium. I love that obviously. for you. <laughs> That's 20 bucks I've ever spent. Honestly, yeah. That so the girls are starting to do this thing on Tinder and well, I think Hinge and I've seen on Bumble, but they're doing this thing to where they uh, are making like a joint account, right? What? Yeah. You ever seen that? No. It's Unless happened- it was like a couple like no, trying no, to no, get no, you no, to no. threesome. No, no, no. It's two friends, right? And so the, so the girl I was telling you about earlier, she actually had a Bumble with one of her best friends, her roommate, right? And so... I'm shocked. Yeah. And so their whole thing was to go on double dates. That way they don't have to go on dates alone with people and make some meal for feel more comfortable and not alone in an awkward setting. But I need clarity. Is this Bumble or Hinge? So the girl that I had a thing with for a couple months, she had hers on Bumble, right? What the- Oh. Right. And so then I think it was, what is it, two days ago? I'll pull it up right here for you. I came across a profile that were that was these two girls, right? It literally says... Cohen automatically thought threesome. He was No, mistaken. I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't. It says, it's these two girls. You can see them right here. And it has both their names here. And it says, create this double hinge to meet new people and experience some fun things. We'll use filler names. We'll say Taylor is the brunette, five ten. Samantha is the blonde, five foot eight. 
<clears throat> so they show pictures of themselves. They drop their Insta tags. They say, bring your best friend and a double date with us. You're in for a great time. Hyping themselves up. Then say, first round is on me if you can guess our favorite tequila, which I assume will be Don Julio. Everyone loves Don Julio. That's like every girl's favorite tequila on the earth. Okay. Do you not so- agree? I don't drink tequila because last time I drank tequila, I cannot remember the last time I drank tequila. So, no. That was not I met you. <laughs> In his dreams, you guys. So, I love this when... I love that. Like, I wish that girls were doing this when I was on dating apps because I would have done it with one of my best friends. That would be 10 out of 10. I love that because there's no awkwardness like yeah and you can save yourself from shitty situations it allows it gives opportunity for four people to pick up and add and interject to the conversation and 100%. continue it going see my thing is i have enough people in my head that i can keep conversation going fine enough as it of course, is yeah but right. some people cannot no it's like there's 10 people in my head battling for a response at every time and it's just which one ever blurts out at the time which so everyone that, gets to but the front. Like at that point you just have to Literally read between the lines and figure out who's actually worth keeping around and what's actually right. So I haven't even gone out with either of them, right? I just like their picture and my my hinge profile makes jokes about pizza, right? I said the shower thought I recently had is that pizza is just a gourmet open faced grilled cheese because it literally is. It's like a grilled cheese with no fucking that needs to be a topic of of what people say. On dating apps. Oh, we're going to get there. <laughs> so they, they messaged me and said, double date, is there even a pizza place in Austin that rivals Chicago Deep Dish? So that's how it kicked off. We started shooting the shit back and forth. And she was like, do you have a friend uh, to, to bring along for on the second date, on the double date, right? So I said, hey, I have a buddy of mine. The girl goes, 6'2 minimum. I was like, fuck. Like, let me see if I have any buddies that are like 5'10"? Hmm? Wasn't the friend 5'10"? No, he's six foot. No, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she Manta. wanted someone 6'2", right? Yeah. So I'm talking back and forth, and that's an easy segue into her number. I said, well, send me your number, and I'll send you a pic, right? So get the girl's number, send a pic of my buddy, and we start talking back and forth. The girl trying, uh, the girl goes, oh, we'll make a group chat tomorrow with everyone, and... We'll discuss plans there. I was like, I don't want a fucking group chat because if you're going to go out with someone, you need to establish some sort of like flirtatious vibe beforehand, some sort of interaction outside of a group chat one-on-one before you go hang out with them, in my opinion. Okay. So I follow the other girl on Instagram. I DM her, ask her for a number, get her number, text her. And she goes, hey, we're still in for the double date tonight. Uh, Bring your friend. Bring your friend. We're going to go. So I hit up my buddy. He comes down uh, to Austin. All of a sudden, kid doesn't want to fucking go on the date, right? Does not want to go. And he had told me since, God, what is it? Like three days ago, he was down. I was like, please, like, come on. It's a double date. It'll be fun. Like, the other girl's cute. Let's ride. He goes, okay, I'm down. Comes up, goes, eh, I got to work tomorrow early in the morning. I really don't want to go. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, what is your problem? I don't want to bail on the whole thing, but then I'm not going to take on two dates. So I text her. I said, like, what's a good thing I can come up with, right? What's a what's a good way out of this? So I end up, I text her and I'll just read you like right off, right off what I said. I said, 
hey, I have semi-bad news. My buddy who was supposed to come, his roommate tested positive for Rona, so here are the updated options. I said, one, me and you go out. Two, find a replacement. Three, reschedule with a new friend. So let us let me start from like the girl's perspective. First of all, I have had the Rona excuse used on me. And let me tell you. How do you know it was actually an excuse? Read between the fucking lines. Like tell me that's not the biggest excuse. I have used it myself right now to get myself out of a date. You're going to use that excuse. Like, oh, I have to get tested for Rona. Like, and... You can get out of it. It's easy. Done. I've had the excuse. Pray for me. On me. I've used it. And I was, like they used it. And I was like. Oh okay. Like I understand. Like I get it. So. They used the Rona excuse on you. Oh, yeah. He said. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I've been out with some coworkers. And uh, one of them tested positive for Corona. And then we've not spoken since. I said, I understand. Like, let me know when you want to hang out. I've tried talking to him. I snapped him. And then he just ghosted me. And I was like, at this point, I'm just going to read Like, the room. fuck it. It's not worth it's the effort. And it's at that, like, when do you learn to, like, give up? When do you realize it's an excuse? What is an excuse? Like, how the do you thing read is, that? So the thing is, you don't. Ever know? There's so many tricky topics within texting someone. Did you ever meet him? No. Right. So that's the thing. No. <laughs> but he so really the, got along so well. So that's like the hard part. Right. Is I thought we like vibed for a week. We talked twenty four seven for a week. Right. Granted, it was a week, but still. So leading up to that, there's so many, I guess, signs. Like you say, read between the lines. You're trying to read. You're trying to gauge their personality. You're trying to understand what's real, what's bullshit, where what's actually genuine from them um and leading into that you know how do you determine excuses and how do you determine so many things over texting right such as how many texts in a row are too much how long should you wait to text how quick should you text back when should you think someone's telling the truth versus when do you think it's bullshit 100%. also right? like the people that only Men do this. Only use Snapchat as a form of communication or only Instagram. It is a form but of communication. But let me tell you, this is my be, last podcast. This is your last podcast. Why? I talked about the fucking volleyball chick that hit me up on Snapchat. No. The, the, on my last podcast about Why the is ick. This your, oh, your last podcast. I thought you said this is my last podcast. No. On the episode, the ick, I only communicated with a girl over Snapchat. Oh, okay. Boom. Reverse. Taylor, just cut that out. You know, morphe. Who called you? The girl. The girl. The volleyball? No, the blonde girl I'm supposed to hang out with tonight. Oh, good God. Okay. Um. So, the guys that... Um, okay, re-reference this, and then I'll just raise you the snap. So, okay. the guys that, like, only reference... Like, only like, message you over Snap. They only message you over Instagram when you post a story. But this will be a... Very controversial um, episode because I am psycho. I will message you. Like in my last episode, the ick, some girls and some guys are just down for the just like, let's fuck. Let's get out of the way. I don't care. I don't really want to know you. I don't give to know your name. I just want to get laid and that's it. And I think those are the people that communicate especially. 
especially over Snapchat, right? But I will give you the last serious relationship that I had that was at least a year. For the first six months, and I kid, okay, not six months, like four months, I kid you not, we mainly only communicated over Snapchat. Granted, he did not want to make it official with me until like eight months into me seeing him five times a week, every week, which is a red flag girls run. Okay, now that I'm listening to it, yes, if he only communicates with you over Snap, run. Red flag. Immediately. So it's either one of two things. If you're only communicating over Snapchat, it's one of two things. You either just want to fuck, you're looking for a dick appointment or like a pussy appointment and that's it, right? You want it to go away. You just want to hit it. You want to ride. You're a big one night stand person. That's fine. If that's what you want to do, fuck it. I've been there. We've all been there. You've been there. Everyone has. We've been through it. So I... The other side... Yeah. Because you're a fucking snake and you're hiding something. That's the other side. If you only want to communicate on Snapchat, you are fucking cheating. Okay. Hot take. Hot take. Controversial take, but real take. It's pretty truthful, right? If someone you match with on a dating app doesn't want to give you their phone number, doesn't want to give you their social media, but they want to communicate with you over Snapchat, that's it. Where it disappears, they don't want to save the messages. And they can change your name. Sketch. Very sketch. You can edit a snap name like that in a heartbeat. And you can clear a conversation. Totally. 100%. Um, But when it comes to like how you meet them versus it being like how you get their snap. Like are you texting them? Did you meet them on a dating app? Like how it goes. When it comes to that stuff. I automatically have a rule. Like, I'm not going to talk to anyone on a dating app for more than two days, three days without getting their number. Right. So back and to... meeting them. Right. So we talked about the communication on Snap. Then we'll go into the communication on Instagram. I think a lot of people slide in the DMs in a creepy way. Uh, we are going to talk about that in, a, in an upcoming episode, the slip, slide, and dive into the DMs. Cohen knows a lot about that. I do. It's effective and it works. <laughs> so the DMs do work if approached the right way. Usually if you have like a quote unquote reference from a friend. But I've never seen a lot of very sexualized or flirty conversations. Not flirty conversations, but very overly sexualized conversations over Snapchat with someone you have just met and are trying to flirt with. If you're like talking to someone, dating them, hooking up with them, and you send them like flirty sexual shit over Instagram, that's different. I think Snapchat DMs are used for getting someone's number, showing interest, and it's very helpful when you have a warm lead, right? We have someone to say, hey, I'm out with my friend, they're into you, and then you follow them, they follow you back, you DM them, money. So this, for me personally, has been used for multiple things. Like, this will be people that who have and girlfriends in the past and like deleting me off Instagram or whatever but keep me on snap and then they break up and I'm the person that they like, hit up afterwards it's casual or these people I like really mean this is strictly casual I will not talk to someone only over snap like I have a rule now I give them my number because the worst that happens is I block them and then eventually I will give them my snap. Like, 
because that is strictly for hookups and nudes. That's but you it. know what? At that That's point, it. get my OnlyFans. Catch us on OnlyFans. <laughs> but so you said uh, giving out your number, right? So let's get back to talking about Hinge. How long do you think it should be before a guy should ask for your number, right? We're talking read between the lines, Good, yeah. read between all the goofy shit, between how you communicate with someone, how often you should communicate, how quick you should communicate back. So how quick do you think someone should move forward in getting your number on a dating app, right? Oof. Okay, so this is oh, such, a, such a loaded question because there can be people that think it's going well and it's completely not and you're just being you're nice. You're just burning yeah, and, and just, like an absolute dumpster fire just headed down. And you love and you love attention. Like I love attention. I love no. the reassurance. So it's like I will talk to you and have you compliment me and then I'm like Peace and blessings. So you're just using someone to boost your ego and then saying, all right, bye, fuck off. I plead the fifth. That's Uh, a yes. (laughs) That's a fat yes. (laughs) But honestly, I think men have to choose wisely. Like if you think that you're going to link up with this girl, great, then get her number. Right. Otherwise, if it doesn't catch your attention within the first five messages, call it. Delete them. Be I done. I do not believe in waiting more than five messages to ask for a number. 100%. Right. I think five is the sweet spot. So within the... You want to use the first couple messages to use a hook to attract their attention. That's what you want. And then you want to segue that into asking for their number. That way you can say, hey, I'm interested in you. I want to go out with you. Let's get your number. Let's get this thing rolling. Let's go out. Let's have a fun date and make it happen. Then you move the conversation over to text message specifically. Therefore, you push forward a little more, get to another personality, have a little fun with them from moving on from the hinge. And like I said, I wouldn't wait more than five messages because I think you lose someone's interest, right? If you, especially on a dating app, because what are you more likely to check your text messages or hinge 100 percent. i actually personally turn off my hinge notifications I've, I've heard that a lot right because i was at i'm at a corporate job you don't want to see hinge bing 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 and my co-workers will be like who's that and that's right. a, and that's another whole conversation is when there's how long do you wait between text messages like do you triple text do you not like do you wait to text all that stuff but another whole conversation is when someone's at work how do you text them like you have to read that sign like do people text at work uh we'll get there that's a little that's a little down the road let's let's start unpacking this a little bit right so you say people have their hinge notifications off for a lot of reasons right you don't want to have your phone popped up there's times i've been out with people and just girls who i'm friends with and if my hand just popped off I'm like ah shit like let me flip my phone over just because i don't want to get shit on for it right so you're more inclined to respond to a text message than a hinge message so that's why i think it's important to get in in those first five six messages three four five messages to get their number and how do you feel about is there a timeline to wait whenever you match with someone to message them? Like the whole, 
it, which is going to segue us right into, is there some sort of waiting texting game, right? Do you play this, I'll text you back, you text me back in 30 minutes, I'll text you back in 45 minutes. You text me back an hour, I'll text you back an hour and a half. Is that still a game and is that still used on Hinge or is it just, fuck it, I'll reply, I'll respond whenever I see it or is there still some sort of strategy like a, like a sweet middle ground? It depends on who you ask. If you're on Bumble, the girl's obviously going to have to message first. Right, I'm talking, and let's if, go with Hinge. Let's just talk okay, about Hinge Okay, let's talk about Hinge. Honestly, guy always messages first. I don't care if you like me first or I like you first. You need to message first. Because if you want the woman to message first, get on Bumble. I don't give a shit. Damn, I'm on Hinge and I still get girls messaging me first. Well, that's a, that's a whole another <laughs> therapy session, okay? Um, but I, like at that point, point they need to message you first like there's no exception to that like just common manners men needs to take the initiative i'm not asking you to pay for a fucking bill i'm asking you to message me first like just you know that's manners. totally understandable i legitimately majority of the time message girls on hinge first 100 yeah right i mean i have no and problem doing that. it i think I'm my biggest fan personally. I think I'm the funniest person alive. So I think every time I say something, it's fucking hysterical. So I love to talk. I love to say something funny. Jury's still out on that. What? Jury is still out on that. Jury's very, very still out on that. But like you said, you said, is there still a timeline of, do you wait? Like, oh, he waited. He texted me five hours later or the next day. I'm going to wait this amount of time. Honestly, I think that's a game. And there's no point to play games at this time. Like, why bother? Like, what's right. the point? And so it's like, if you're into it, you're into it. Text me back. If you're honestly going to wait that long and give me an excuse, either you're talking to someone else or you really just don't give a shit about why the do conversation. You have, why do you have that much time? So if you're into someone, why are you going to sit around and wait that long to text them back? Like, I'm going to wait four hours to text you back. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. So they'll, they'll be like, that's why I like say like the work thing is like, oh, I'm at work. It's like, it's always an excuse. At that point, communicate with the person. Like, oh, hey, like I'm going out tonight. I'll text you after whatever. But even if it's like over, as long as you're over text messages, be considerate because you have that person's number. You're wasting their time. Like don't keep them waiting. If it's over hinge, right. total different story. Okay, but but speaking back to the texting thing, I had my roommate from college, his girlfriend set me up uh, with one of her friends, and I slid in her DMs, I ended up getting her number, so we're texting back and forth, and she's, I sent her a meme or something on Instagram, she sent something back, and I made a joke about her leaving my text on red, right? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she said... I said something about having a party or something. She's like, nice invite. And I was like, well, if you'd actually respond to me, then I'd invited you. And she goes, holy shit, I'm sorry. I work a lot. I don't have a lot of time to sleep. And then she goes, but no, yes. it's it's a little different. She goes, I understand I made a mistake. Or not I understand I made a mistake. She said, I understand I'm very busy. I'll work on it, make sure I'm better, etc. She okay, goes, I'll be love better. love that. She owned up to it. She apologized. Right, whatever. exactly. She goes, but this I- is my biggest thing is Guys, I have this as a like mega point in my life to talk about with my friends. When men say, quote, I don't 
text that much or I don't really like texting or I'm so bad at texting or responding. That is a red flag. Girl or boy, run. Because that is them saying I have found something that I like better to spend my time with. Spend my time on and you are, okay, I'm bored now. So I'm going to talk to you because I have nothing better to do and I need to feel validated. Right. Exactly. So I'll just read to you what this girl actually said to me. She said, oh, this is what she said. I never talk to people I haven't actually met in person. You really owe your friend that set me up, that set us up together kind of or whatever. I said, are you actually talking to me since you left my text on red? (laughs) She said, oh, shit. Did I really? Sorry. I'm so bad at responding in general. I didn't even have time to eat today until dinner. Because of work, let alone touch my phone. Nothing personal. Promise I'll be better. Hmm. It was good to an extent, but it was so like, like, yeah, like, I'll be better. Like, whatever. It was also that she didn't care, but she cared because she wanted to keep you around for that time. So it's it's honestly so hard because you can't read people's You can't read body language. You can't read interests. You can't read anything over text, right? But I think... Now, the whole, especially in Corona season, the excuse, listen, if they, do listen, not text you if they back. don't text you back, they <laughs> don't want you. That's it. Yes. People can make excuses in the past. I think the texting playing games, it's a high school bullshit move. Say text, it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> for the people in the back, the texting game is a bullshit high school move. If you're into someone, text them back. I'm not saying sit around and wait on your phone and stare at it and say, oh my God, I can't wait till Katie texts me back. I can't wait till Taylor texts me back. I can't wait till Tiffany texts me back. No, enjoy your life. But when you grab your phone and see something, engage in the conversation. Because especially now during quarantine, during Corona season, everyone's on their phone more than they normally would. And you know what that means? If you don't take advantage of this opportunity of talking to someone, you know what? Someone else fucking will because they're going to yeah. grow the balls to actually talk to them and actually have an engaging and conversation. And honestly, you need to grow balls and tell people you're not interested if you're not because some people just can't take a fucking hint. Okay, that leads me to my next question. If you are talking to someone on Hinge and you're actually genuinely in interested in them and... Like, they don't give you your the number. Do you want to? Okay, but that brings me to my next question. If you're actually genuinely interested in somebody on Hinge and you haven't done the number thing, because as a girl, it's if a guy wants your number, he'll ask for it. How would you approach that? Like, how long do you wait before you ask for the number again or if they don't, like, give it to you right away? Or how do you approach that? So if someone doesn't give me their number right away, I understand people are have reservations about giving their number out, which I totally respect. I totally understand. I have no problem with that. But I think there's two ways to go about it, and I think one's good, and I think one's bad. Whenever people get butthurt and mad about it, that's a giant red flag, right? If someone says, well, damn, it's just a fucking number. What's the big deal? Yeah. Like, I can't do anything with a phone number. Then that's off-putting right because you get defensive because they didn't get your number then a natural human reaction when you attack someone or come at them is to get defensive then you're in this defensive battle and you before even starting anything boom you're turned off it's over the ick happened boom done 100%. i think the best way to go about it 
is to make a joke, right? Is to yeah. crack a joke about it and be like, damn, I guess I guess the lines I was spitting weren't that good. I'll keep trying and let's see if I can get your number after we keep talking. Or something dumb, right? Yeah, just, yeah. You can just keep it rolling, swerve, make a whatever. joke about it. Or you just say, if someone says, oh, hey, I don't know you that well. I don't feel that comfortable giving my number out to you. You say, oh, shit, you're really going to make me work for this, huh? All right, challenge accepted. Let's go. Don't be a, yeah, and don't be a douche about it if you don't get the number because that's going to make me not want to give you my number. Right. But um, if you crack a joke and be like, oh, man, like, you're really going to make me work for this. Challenge accepted. Let's start. And then laugh about it, right? And keep the conversation going. Have fun. Keep it playful. And then as you continue the conversation on, ask for the number again. And the chances of you getting it are probably higher. 100%. But as a girl, if you're going to only ask for my Snapchat right away, I'm I'm calling you. You're like, you're done. You're, you're a side at that point. Like, right. ask for my number before my Snapchat or of course. Then my you Instagram establish, or whatever. Because they're right. those specific guys. Right. Then you establish the conversation over text. And then once you start talking to them, Add them on Snapchat after that. Snap them after that. Have fun. Whatever. There are stages because it becomes to a point where it's like this person followed me on everything I have, like every social media, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. They have my number. Hell, they can look at your Twitter at that point. And it gives me a red flag and then you get the ick. So there's, there's so many red flags, signs. Just read the room at that point, but you have to decipher between the guys that, you know, can get the joke of, I'm following you on everything, or I text you 12 times because I don't know how to put it in one message, (laughs) or the guys that are like, oh my gosh, she texted me 12 times, she's so obsessed with me, she's so crazy, I can't, you know? Yeah, I guess so. But there are some girls that are actually crazy. And that you will text you deal. like 12 times. Yeah. But I text you 12 times. And okay. we're friends now, though. I mean, at the beginning, yeah. I don't know if you did that. Right. So I think I think at the beginning stages, there are certain respectful guidelines and certain boundaries that you need to be cautious of. Right. I think it's important to ask for the number in a quick and effective manner over hinge. That way you don't get lost in this minutia bullshit conversation that gets stuck in a dating app that doesn't move outside of that. Okay, then, so, yeah. But say you, like, get the number. Right. You're talking, I guess you can't really tell at that point if you want to, like, go out with the person. No, not If at you all. actually like them, conversate, whatever, like, vibe with them. Once you go out, say so you go out one time, you had fun, how long do you wait? Like, who texts first after the date? And that's a whole separate episode. It's not. It is though. It's it's not though. It is. It is. It's not though because at that point you could be ghosted. That's you have a whole to read separate issue. Signs. That's a whole separate issue. Okay, then how do you how do you know if you're gonna ask a girl out? Because I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna text someone for more than three days if we're not gonna meet. Like you're off. You're done. Okay. Yeah, but I'm just saying you were asking about who texts after the first date. We haven't even gotten to the first date. We're still breaking down like after you text from Hinge and after you text over the phone. I'm just saying like, in general, you have the number. How long are you going to wait before you go on a date with this person? And it's just like... Oh, I thought you were saying after the date, who texts first? Both. Like, well, at that point, that's, it's two like separate, you- that's two separate issues, right? 
whenever you start to text somebody and after you... After Who are you, you going to give your number to? Are you going to give, like, do you give your number to the girls that you vibe with within the first five messages? Are you giving your number to the girls that you want to hook up with, date? Like, what is the criteria for asking for the number? If I think they're attractive and if I have a good opening conversation with them. So if they're blonde. Mostly, yeah. But so, I think you're no, blonde I think, and have big boobs. <laughs> but right, so if I have a good conversation with you, a good first few messages, I'm interested, I will make a reference at going out and then ask for your number after that, right? So then you have the reference of, hey, explicitly saying, I want to go out with you and then asking for the number. You move it to the text conversation. You start texting them. And then start. I usually open up with something funny. Start shooting the shit a little bit. Go back and forth. Have some fun, and then slowly work your way into going on a date and going out and grabbing drinks with this person, right? 100%. But so I wouldn't. I think within a week is an appropriate timeline, right, to move from Hinge to establishing plans to a first date. Because once you creep up in the 10 plus days that's where people lose interest because you can only keep someone's interest so long over text message i agree um one of the lines that i think work really well for guys if you're genuinely really really interested what sticks out to me is a guy that says hey here's my number if you feel comfortable texting me here's my number because a, you don't want to like put someone on the spot or you're actually genuinely interested in this person because you've had a great conversation, give them your number. Because yeah, then it's that's in, a different the ball's twist. in their court. That's a different twist, right? I usually just have the idea of I want to ask for it. I feel confident in asking for it. I think we've had a good conversation. I've had some good banter back and forth. We've enjoyed talking. Let me grab your number and let's keep it going, right? Just yeah. to because I don't know if this is me as a person or my personality. I enjoy kind of directing the conversation a little bit, right? So I think that's just who I am as a person and how conversations go. I, I like to direct them and then feed input back. But there's always someone who is, whatever conversation you're having, at some point in time, someone is leading the conversation and then someone's adding in their input. Yeah, of course. Right? They're adding along to it. They're agreeing or disagreeing or adding different points and then carrying it somewhere else. But someone initially breaks it and leads it down that new path. Just at the alpha of the conversation, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Of course, but there comes a point where it's like, do you just snap this person like do you just ask for their snap or even okay so let's go into i would love to know this honestly when a guy asks for a number i'm always nervous at first because if you know me i am a little crazy <laughs> and i don't give a I'm fuck my eyes. <laughs> i don't give a fuck what a guy thinks about me because what's the worst that's gonna happen he's gonna call me crazy Ooh. Wow, I'm so hurt. Oh, you know how many times I've <laughs> heard that? I wish I had a dollar for every time I heard that. I'd be a millionaire. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with that. But you get a guy's number. Say it's over the weekend. Normally, it is over the weekend because that's when people are going to be on dating apps, all that good stuff. But when it comes to the workday, obviously, now it's different because if someone's not responding to you during corona, they don't want to talk to you. But... 
some people are in the office um, or back to January, February, beginning of March when you were at your office, how often do you text someone? Like, do you try and text someone during the day? Like, what's a sign that they're crazy? Because there's some people I will text during the day and other people that I will legitimately roll my eyes and say if they text me one more time, I will block their number. That's such a big line because you don't know if you should text them during the workday. I mean, I think it's just... That's hard. So that's back to the the original thing I was talking about is how long do you wait to text them? And I think it's important to communicate that up front. Hey, I work. I have some busy schedule. I am interested in talking to you, but I cannot be on my phone all the time, right? Just say, hey, I've had a busy while, busy week, whatever. I will do better at making an effort to text you because I am interested, right? And so but I think if you casually know this person, you're not going to be so like... I will like do this and that and you're not gonna make all these promises you're not gonna say that you're super interested it's just say you mashed on Saturday and you're texting Sunday of course when you're hungover and then Monday comes around what do you do because you don't know who texts first at that point like can they text during the workday is it too clingy how long is too long do I not text them do I do text them like as a girl, like, you can be labeled crazy so fast when it comes to that. I feel like you're projecting a little bit over here. That's because I am crazy. Actually, let me rephrase that. I am psychotic, and I admit it. So, which I feel, personally, brings me down a level of crazy because I can admit it. Because I will text you seven times, and if you don't like it, cool. I will block you so fast. <laughs> Upset me? Blocked. I know. I've been <laughs> blocked about eight times now. And I unblock him to see, like, hey, did you text me? Nope. <laughs> that is true. Very true. Very, very, very true. I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of things that go into it, right? Yeah. I just think specifically talking about hinge, I think moving effectively and efficiently from getting their number to moving, establishing that I want to yeah. date. And when you are leading up to a first date with someone that you've never met before. I think it is important to not play the texting game, especially during quarantine, right? Everyone knows you're near your phone. Everyone knows that if you're not texting them back, they they aren't interested, right? So during this time, I think it's important to have more of an engaging conversation because think about this. If you are texting someone and the only response you're getting is every two hours, how active, how engaging, and how interesting is that conversation going to be? Huh? Oof, yeah. It's tough to keep it going, right? You have to look back and read. They text you two hours later and you think, shit, what did I say before this? Because you've already, in two hours, you could have gone from work to being drunk at happy hour in two hours, right? Your day can take a total yeah. swing. You 100%. can travel cities in two hours, right? You could have hopped on a plane and went, God knows wherever. So two hours, your mind could be in a totally different space and you've lost track of that conversation. All you have to do is literally say, hey, um, I'm going to finish up the work day. I'll text you after work. Right. That Just communicate. Be clear about it. But and if you're genuinely not interested, then like, fine, play the freaking game. But it whatever. Playing the game, playing the game does nothing but 
waste your time, waste my time. I mean, it's dumb. But but the problem is we've all done it. We've all played the texting game. Yeah. We've all played, oh, I'll wait longer. I'll text them later. I'll do this. I'll do that. I don't that. play that game. Yada, Being yada, a strong, yada. independent woman who don't need no man. Because men are great, but you can live without them. Can you now? Yes, 110%. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do have a question because... Let's hear it. Cohen is the dm king but also like hitting on girls so there, like there's like so many levels to i guess like dating apps or talking to someone so there's obviously the person that only snapchats you it disappears there's a sketchy person honestly and there's a texting person great you can text them they may be serious whatever but the instagram person who only slides into your dms and you post a photo like, do you take them seriously? Oh, no. I've talked about this about, what was it on the DM disasters episode? Death taxes and DM disasters? Yeah. The people who slide into DMs and only drop emojis or fire emojis or the eyeball emojis, it's dumb. It's stupid. It's a waste of time. Why the fuck are you doing that? Is it like a logical place to like pick someone up, though? In like, the do DMs? I take it seriously or do I just be like, oh, it's an Instagram guy. I don't know what to do. I don't know. You're the you're the girl in this. I mean, I to be transparent, I have DM'd a handful of girls, and I would say that the majority of them have resulted in a positive response, right? But I don't go and DM random girls I've never met, right? I don't go just creep and stalk people. What I usually do is it's like a friend of a friend, okay. and I'll say, hey, tell your friend like. I'm interested in them. They're attractive, whatever. Just bring me up in conversation. And then I'll follow them on Instagram. And then I wait until I get followed back. I don't and I don't message people who don't follow me back. Because then it's just going to yeah. go to their request. The chance they overlook it are very, very high. So I usually use like some sort of a, a warm intro, a warm lead into the Instagram DMs, right? Oh, or if it's someone that I had some sort of prior flirtatious relationship with but nothing ever happened then i may i may slide in may say something but i mean like i said the most the most recent one was my ex-roommate's girlfriend told me about her friend and so i followed her on instagram she followed me back and then i slid into her dms right because she talked about me she said oh like my boyfriend's old roommate cohen he, you'd have a lot of fun with him, and you guys also live, like, near the same city. Okay, that's fair. So I think it's creepy when people go out of the way and DM people they don't know. I think there's, like I said, there's a lot of... <laughs> Do you know many girls get DMs from guys know. they don't know? I know. It's probably very creepy, but I, in my head, like I said, I think there's some sort of boundary, some sort of level of aspect to, res- to respect... That you can't just go around creepily DMing every girl on the earth. I mean, there needs to be boundaries in that. And like I said, there's some sort of like structure that needs to be followed, like with the hinge, right? You need to the respect hinge. those boundaries, respect what? The hinge. The hinge. The hinge. hinge. Right, about moving forward and grabbing the number. And also, the, the there's a correct way to go about going, sliding into the DMs. And I think it's about having someone help vouch for you before you just use a cold slide right into the dms so that's the way i've always gone about it and i think it's proven to be very effective and say something intriguing say something funny if you 
look at their yeah. pictures and notice something oh about God. them, make a joke about it. Don't just say, "Hey, what's up?" I don't give a fuck what's up. I don't give a f- I don't I don't know what the fuck that means. What what's up? Who knows, right? Say something that piques my interest. Say something that piques the other person's interest. Don't en- comment on my photo on Hinge because I'm not going to respond to that. I feel highly uncomfortable. Like my photo back or like it and then say something to me. Like don't say comment through like so I lived in New Zealand and they're like, how long did you live there? And I'm like, hi, what's up? Like, I don't even <laughs> want to respond to their comment. It's so uncomfortable. It makes me, honestly, a little bit of like cringy. Like it's, okay, do you know how to talk to a girl? Do you know how to pick up a girl? Just be nope. honest, be funny, be you. Don't be boring because if you're just trying to fuck, get on Tinder. If you want the girl That's to message it. Tinder first, is only for fucking. Oh, you... If you're just trying to fuck, please do not be on Hinge. Please do not be on Bumble. I guess Bumble to a certain extent, but only if apparently you don't have the balls and you need a girl to message you first. But otherwise, get on Tinder. Hinge, assert your dominance. As a woman, I shouldn't say that. But assert your <laughs> dominance. Say hello. Tell her how gorgeous she looks. Tell her what she needs in her life. Like, hey... You need to, you look like a girl that needs to take, that I need to take out. Like, be nice. Be yourself. Don't Agreed. be lame as fuck. Because I will unmatch your ass. Or don't be creepy because I'll report you so fast. So I get that. I guess at the end of the day, you just need to really figure out what you want out of what you're doing on a dating app or if you're going to talk to someone and don't and fuck around don't play games read between the lines be communicate smart. like a human right so yeah. if you're going to have this conversation with someone in person are you going to like leave them hang or make them wait for a response no have a conversation like you would have imagine you're talking to one of your friends if you're going to respond if you respond to one of your friends in 15 minutes Respond back in 15 minutes, right? 100%. Engage in that conversation. Move the conversation forward. Advance it. Show that you are interested. Show that you want to engage in this conversation. Don't slide in random girls' DMs. Don't be creepy. Use a warm intro. If they fucking suck, just ghost them at that point. <laughs> blocked is the best answer. Just fucking oh block the bitch. You are ridiculous with this 100%. block shit. I have over... 70 people block. We're not talking about your blocks right now. We're trying to help Honestly, people, no. Right? I blocked so many creeps on Hinge. So you know what, girls? Block him because he's not fucking worth it. He's creepy. Don't be a creep. Communicate <laughs> like a human. Emphasis on don't be a creep again. <laughs> Communicate. Have fun. Let your personality show through. Like I've said before, be true to who you are. That'll show through. You'll find someone that's interested. You'll find someone who likes to respond to you, who will respond in the same manner, who will have engaging conversation with. So talk to them like that. Don't play these fucking 12-year-old games. You're an adult, right? Act like an adult. Treat this like an adult. Communicate. Show you're interested because people feel good when they're interested. They're on these apps to find people that they're interested and vice versa. Respect is key. Hot girl summer's over. It's cuffing season. Men man up. Exactly. So you're both on the app to find people that you're interested in, right? Don't play these stupid fucking games. Show the interest. Enjoy talking to them. Move forward. Get their number and move forward to a date. And like Ali said, don't be a creep. That's Peace it. And blessings. Thank you, Get Allie. Fucked up. 
again shot for us for coming on this podcast again we're gonna see how my date tonight goes <laughs> Uh, we'll keep, keep you posted on that. Yeah, you're going to find out very soon what happens. As always, listen up, subscribe, keep listening. If you haven't listened before, uh, go find some fucking free time and listen to the ones you haven't listened to yet, as well as listen Sliding to this one. Cohen's DMs. He is single yeah. and ready to mingle. Oh, God, I hate that. Everyone, <laughs> peace out. We'll see you later. Thank you for listening.